What up, everybody, and welcome back to episode two of The Extras. In today's episode, we're going to be recapping yesterday's action in the bigs, as well as prepping you for Friday's action. So first off, we had Atlanta beating the Washington Nationals 5-1. Dansby collected his hit number 500 in his career uh, in this game. He hit a home run. That was hit number 500 for him. Ozzie Albies had a good game, went 3-4 for with two RBIs, and Tucker Davidson, the starting pitcher for Atlanta, and five and two thirds, only give up one hit, no runs, five strikeouts. He did not get the win though, because the Braves failed to score until the sixth inning. We had Tampa beating the Yankees in the Bronx nine to two. Austin Meadows got the offense started for the Rays when he hit a two run shot off of Garrett Cole, which sparked the offense in the fourth. Garrett Cole had a rough outing, uh, not too many of those for him. Five innings, five earned, seven Ks, a rough one there for him. Ryan Yarborough, on the other hand, did not do bad. He had a complete game, gave up two runs, six Ks. Those two runs came from Brett Gardner, his first home run of the year, as well as a Miguel Andujar solo shot. The Rays are now up four and a half games over New York and two games over the Red Sox in the AL East. On to that Red Sox game now, though, where they won over Houston 5-1. to one. They got the last game out of a four-game set. Uh, Arroyo, Christian Arroyo, hit a three-run bomb in the second inning off of Jake Odorizzi. It kind of got the offense started for Boston. Bogarts and J.D. Martinez both collected two hits as they continue their great seasons. Martin Perez was a starting pitcher for Boston where he went seven and two-thirds innings, no runs and four Ks, looking like a little vintage Martin Perez, that is. And Yuli Gurriel was about the only... Lone positive for Houston as he went through for four with a home run in the ninth, breaking up the shutout. We had Colorado beating Texas 11-6 yesterday. The Rockies put up 16 hits, and they were they had a few guys going off in their lineup. It was Tapia, who went 3-5, for five. Blackman 3-4, for four. Fuentes 2-5, for five. and Garrett Hampson 4-5. for five. A good day for him. Austin Gumber was on the hill for the Rockies, where he went six shutout innings, gave up three hits, and had six Ks to get his fourth win of the season. And Chris Davis, only note I have for the Rangers, got a second home run in uh, the Rangers uniform. We had Pittsburgh and Miami, and the biggest thing that came from this game is Cabrian Hayes returning to the lineup after a good long absence. Uh, He went two for four in his return, and... The, the Pirates' offense was led by Brian Reynolds and Jacob Stallings. Reynolds went 2-for-3 with two RBIs and a home run, and Jacob Stallings went 1-for-4 with three RBIs. But besides that, not too much in that game. Milwaukee beat Arizona 7-4. to uh, Christian Yelich had his second home run of the season. It was a three-run bomb in the third. Avisel Garcia hit his 11th home run. He's been having a good season. Uh, Urias and JBJ also picked up home runs for them to... Uh, keep their good campaigns going. Marte, Ketel Marte and Nick Ahmed were the only two positives in the D-backs lineup, though, however. They went, they both went 4-for-5 four with an RBI each, so a good game for both of them. And Williams and Hayter, the two lockdown guys in the back of Milwaukee's bullpen, combined for 6Ks in two innings to close it out. Williams did give up a run, though, however. On to Kansas City and Minnesota, where KC took the dub 6-5. to five. Salvador Perez got his home run total up to 14 after he hit two home runs yesterday. Josh Donaldson hit his second home run for the Twins and went 3-5 for five with scoring three runs, so a good day for him. Jorge Polanco, another positive for the Twins. He went 3-4. for four. Scott Barlow 
having a great season, had his ninth consecutive scoreless outing. He had a two-inning save, lowering his season ERA to 1.86. We had Chicago beating Detroit 4-1. Uh, the Chicago offense was led by Mancata, Grandall, and Tim Anderson, who all hit solo home runs. Casey Mize started for Detroit, where he went seven innings, three runs, six Ks, and those three home runs were the only runs that he allowed. Lance Lynn started for Chicago. He's been pitching great this year. Six innings, one run, brought his ERA down to 1.23 for the season. Liam Hendricks, the man that they signed over the offseason, gave a fat load of cash to, picked up his 14th save of the season, and he is the reigning uh, reliever of the month now as he got the May honors for that in the AL. Cincinnati and St. Louis played yesterday. Jesse Winker continued his great season, 3-for-5 with a home run number 14 for him. Castellanos, we know he leads the league in average, and he continued that, going 2-for-4, raising his average to 364 on the season. Vladimir, Vladimir Gutierrez, starting pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds, got his first career win, so congrats to him. And after he came out, Antone and Sims worked four scoreless innings out of the pen for Cincinnati to nail down that victory. Seattle took on LA, in Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, in Anaheim, Seattle won 6-2. There wasn't too much in this game. Uh, Jake Fraley hit his first home run of the year. He's been having a really weird season. His 15 walks in nine games, so something to watch out over there. A uh, pair of Angels home runs from Walsh and Upton were their only scoring. Justice Sheffield did a good job for the Seattle Mariners, though. Five and two-thirds innings, two runs, seven Ks, and he struck out Shohei Otani three times. San Francisco hosted uh, the Cubs yesterday. Crawford got the offense he broke the offense out for them. He went two for three with a home run and four RBIs to lead the way. Uh, his home run was a three-run shot in the fifth that broke the tie from 2-2 and busted it open to 5-2. This uh, Sclafani pitched for the Giants. He's been having a good season, and he continued that with six innings, two runs, four Ks. Those two runs that he gave up came on a Jock P home run. Uh, Yarlin Garcia pitched out of the pen for the Giants where he had two innings, one hit, three Ks, another good appearance for him and lastly lastly we have the Padres and the Mets not much in this game besides Tatis tying the home run lead at 17 with the two-run bomb in the third and his return to action after his uh oblique strain I believe it was on Tuesday but he seems to be back and just fine and he continues to dominate the way that he has all year we did have an MLB debut, not yesterday, but the day before. It was Gilberto Celestino. Uh, excuse me if I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. He made his MLB debut for the Twins. Played center field 0-2 with a strikeout. So not that good of a game, but it's definitely going to be a memorable day for Celestino. Going on to Friday's action, we only have night games, no day games. Pretty sure the only day game we would ever have on a Friday would be a Cubs uh, home game. But besides that, not much. Notable games, though, that we do have, we have Scherzer and Zach Wheeler facing off in Philly, two NL East teams looking to improve their 2021 record. The rivalry is back in 2021 with the Red Sox and the Yankees. We have Nathan Eovaldi versus Michael King. Michael King's been good so far, sporting an ERA under three. He looks to continue that versus the rivals, Red Sox. Granke and Hyunjin Ryu in Toronto, but not in Toronto. It's in Buffalo. That's where the Blue Jays are playing their home games for most likely the rest of the season. 
It's going to be a fun series between the Astros and the Blue Jays as they both have some great offenses. We have an NLCS rematch from 2020 as the Dodgers visit Atlanta. This matchup is going to be the uh, Julio Urias versus Ian Anderson, two young pitchers who have been off to pretty good starts this year. Should be fun to watch. We have an underrated matchup with Josh Fleming versus Kyle Gibson in Texas. Both ERA, both ERAs for the pitchers are under three, so they've been having great seasons. Kyle Gibson is returning to the mound after a stint on the IL as well, so watch for him to do good, see how long he goes. I doubt there'll be a limit on his pitch count, but we'll see. Uh, Freddie Peralta is taking the mound versus the D-backs. He's been one of the best pitchers in the MLB this year. Has 80 strikeouts, I think, now. Uh, it's something to watch for. I think he should pitch well. Shohei returns to the bump uh, against division rival Mariners tonight. Should be fun to watch. Always Shohei is a must-watch TV, so if you got a chance to watch that game, turn it on for sure. And we have a couple good matchups down on the West Coast as the Cubs are at the Giants for round two, as well as the Mets at the Padres for round two. Those series are uh, both four games, and should be fun to watch as the Cubs are hot, Giants are hot, Mets have been playing well, and the Padres, besides their sweep, in Chicago, uh, have been playing well as well. On to my best bet for tomorrow or today's yet action. That'd be the Brewers taking down the D-backs. I think Freddie Peralta is going to pitch well. Matt Peacock is on the mound for the D-backs. Nothing really stands out about him, so I'm picking the Brewers. Beat the streak pick. If you need somebody to get a hit, my pick is going to be Nolan Arenado versus the uh, the Cincinnati Reds, Luis Castillo's on the mound for Cincinnati. He's had a terrible year, leads the MLB in losses. Arenado has had a good career versus Castillo, too. He's 4 for 9 uh, with no home runs and an RBI. And lastly, before I leave you, the All-Star ballot is out uh, for the 2021 MLB All-Star game that's going to be in Colorado. So go vote if you want to make sure your play- favorite players get in. But besides that, you're all caught up. This is June 4th, 2021, and I'm out.